Welcome to Main Menu for the week of April 25th through May 1st, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are glad to have you with us here on Main Menu today. We are glad to have you back because we believe we have some very interesting things for you today here on Main Menu. You may want to take notes on today's show, or you may want to download a copy of the show for future reference. We are going to be covering two main things, and they will take up the entire show. And we start with, I am going to be bringing you a demonstration and a bit of a tutorial on how to use the free audio editing software for Windows named Audacity. It is very accessible and very easy to use. And it may be that you've been looking for a software that's easy to use on your Windows machine, particularly with speech. And this software works pretty well with just about any of the audio screen readers that are on the market today, where the, even the free ones work well with it. And so you may want to take note on the use of this software and go out and get you a copy of this off of the internet and start doing your own audio recordings and editing. And it really is quite easy to use. And I'm going to take you through a bit of a overview and show you how to do some simple recording and some basic editing and even cleaning up noise that you may find on a record or a tape or something that you may have recorded from. I'm sorry that the audio quality somewhat could have been a little bit better, but we will be doing a second part later on and hopefully the audio will be a little better for that. But do hope that you get a lot of valuable information out of that review. And then Janine Stanley comes along and she's going to be reviewing and showing us the use of VoiceEye, a app for your iOS device that lets you get access to print documents using the VoiceEye app and the accompanying VoiceEye Windows application to label print documents and make them accessible on your iDevice. That's what's up here on Main Menu this week. We hope you're having a good spring. And we'll be looking forward to seeing you back here next week. I will be on vacation next week, and your host next week will be Chase Crispin, our executive producer. And you have a great week, and enjoy having Chase in the host chair next week. And I will see you back here in two weeks. Here at ACB Radio's main menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on main menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. 
www.ghostsandghosts.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. All right, we're going to start our first uh, session with Audacity, and I'm going to go bring it up now, and I'm going to just do this by going to my Start menu, and Enter. Okay, now, uh, I have pretty much just installed this. I haven't really said anything particularly special. I have my volumes set so that basically um, I can turn the volume up almost all the way on my speakers on the computer and without it distorting or, or, or being too loud. Okay, and I have a turntable set up here and I have the needle of the turntable setting on the record but the record is turned off and so we're just going to do some experimenting here we're going to record a song or two and then we're going to go back and do some playing with it just to see what you can what uh some of the basic things are uh in using audacity okay all right so um i've got audacity up uh i am going to be pressing the r key by itself to start audacity and then i will hit the button to for the turntable to start and so i'm going to kill my microphones here and then we'll start this recording Okay, now the space bar is what we do to stop the recording with Audacity. So we have now stopped the recording. 
and we are going to uh, we are now going to do some playing around here and see what we come up with. All right, so now that I'm at the end of my recording, I want to find out how long this recording was. And so I'm going to make sure my cursor is at the end of the recording. And to do that, I'm going to hit the K, okay. which will make sure that I am at the end. And now I'm going to hit the right bracket. Right bracket, set right selection boundary dialog, position, position 00H17M46S. All right, and so we know. Set right selection boundary dialog. Let's see what we've got here. Position 17M7. 17 minutes. Position 46S4. Position 6. And 40, 40, 17 minutes and 46 seconds. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and accept that. Tab, OK button to activate space table, track one, select on. And now what I'm going to do is this. I know that ran for some bit of time after the end of the last song. And now I'm going to go, so now I want to go and start and find my start. And I'm going to hit the, uh, I'm going to hit the, Left bracket. Left bracket. Send left selection boundary dialog. Position position zero zero H seventeen M forty six S. Okay, and it says that my cursor is at the seventeen forty six, and so that's where this the the start of the recording is too right now, because that's where I've put my cursor. Now what I want to do is this. I'm going to set this back a few seconds. Position seventeen M seven. Position forty six S four. I'm going to guess. Position 6. And now I'm on the 6 of the 46. And I'm going to change that to a 0. 0. Position 0, 0. And so that. Position 40, yes, 0. That. And now I have. Position 4. Position 17. Position 1. So now it says my beginning position is 17 minutes and 40 seconds. And. Tap. OK button. The active Take on. And now let's see, when I play this, let's see what what we get here. Space. Alright, so we're already at the end of the song. And so now what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna hit escape, I'm gonna space. space. Escape. And now what I wanna do Space. Space. Okay, now I'm going to go away and I'm going to reset my start. I'm going to set it a little earlier. Left bracket, set left selection boundary dialog. Position, position 00H, 17M40S. And we're going to go. Position 00H, Z position 0, position 40S, 0, position 4. And let's make it, we're going to make it 35. 4. Get rid of the 4 and put Three. a 3. Position 30. And position zero zero H Z position thirty S zero. And I'm gonna change that thirty and I'm gonna change the zero to five. Five. Position zero zero. So my seconds are position thirty five S five. So now my beginning position is thir seventeen thirty five. Add okay button to activate rest space bar. And now let's tab, cancel button to act shift tab. Okay, button enter. Table track once that. Now let's see what we get. Space. 
And it says I'm still too, too far in. Space. And so let's now let's go reset it again. Left bracket, set left selection boundary, position 00H, zero, zero, 0, position 0, position 35S5. And let's set it to 30. Let's get rid of the 5 and let's zero, go 0. Zero, position 30S0. And now we got 1730. Tab, OK button, enter, enter table, enter. Enter. And space bar. Space. Okay, that sounds like we were probably right at the end of the song, but let's find out for sure. Let's set it back again. Let's go... Semicolon. Left bracket, set left selection boundary, position 00H, zero, zero position 0, position 30S, 0. And I'm going to change that to 2. 2, position 00, zero. position 32S, 2, position 3, 2, position 22. And I'm going to change now and make that at 28. Eight. Position 00, zero. position 28S8. Now I'm 1728. Okay, and now let's see where we are. Space. Okay, there was the end of the song. And so what I want to do is. What I'm trying to do here is get, in, get rid of all of the stuff at the end. So I'm going to hit my left bracket again. Left bracket, set left selection boundary dialog, position, position. And I know that what I really want to do now is I want to set it to 1731, and I can get rid of all of what's at that blank stuff at the end. Position 00H, zero, zero, 0, position 0, position 28S8. Okay, I'm going to hit a 3. 3, position 00, zero. position 23S, 3, position 2. Okay, when I want a three there. Three, position thirty-three. And I want a one. One, position zero zero, position thirty-one S one. Alright, so now my beginning that I'm marking here for the end to get rid of the stuff at the end is at position seventeen M seven. I got seventeen minutes. Position thirty-one S three. And thirty-one seconds. Add, okay, button to activate enter. And now I've so I've now marked the end of my recording so that I can get rid of all the blank stuff at the end. And so I've got 31 S seconds, 1731 for the beginning and for the end. Right bracket, set right selection boundary dialog, position, position 00H17M46S. All right, and that's what I want. Tab, okay, but enter, table track one. And now I'm going to hit the delete key. Dash. And it says dash. <clears throat> And now let's see where our ending is. I'm going to hit my right bracket. Enter. Right bracket. Set right selection boundary dialog. Position position 00H17M31S. Okay, now it's at 31. Escape. Table track 1. Select on. And what I'm going to do now, just to prove that, I'm going to go and I'm going to hit my left bracket. Left bracket. Set left selection boundary. Position 00H. Position 0. Position 31S1. Position 3. And I'm going to set it back to 20, to 1720. 2, 0, position 0, 0, position 20, yes, 0, tab, okay, button, to and activate, And I'm going to accept that. Enter, table, track. And now we'll hear the last part of our recording here. Space. All right, and so we now have the ending set. Now what I want to do is I want to go back and I want to set the top. And I'm going to go and I'm going to hold down the control and hit the home key. Top of file. Track one, select on. And it says top of file. 
And let's check that. I'm going to hit the J to make the sure that the cursor is at the beginning of the file. J. And then I'm going to get hit my left bracket to see where the start is. Left bracket, set left selection, number dialog, position, position, 00H00M00S. All right, and I want to accept Tab, that. OK button, enter, table, track one, select on. All right, so now I have the beginning of the file marked. And I'm going to just see what this sounds like here. Space. Okay, so I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess that there's about four seconds there. Uh, but let's just do this. Let's hit the right bracket. Right bracket, set right selection boundary dialog. Position, position 00H00M00S. And let's go to seconds. Position 00H, position 0, position 00M, 0, position 0, position 00S, 0, position 00, position 00S, 0. And... I'm in the seconds now, and I'm going to put 4. 4, position 40. Oops, that's not what I wanted. Position 4. I uh, I want a 0. 0, position 0, 0. And then a 4. 4, position 0, 0. All right. Position 0, 4, S, 4. Tab, OK button. And I accept table that. Now I'm going to play this and see if that's right. Space. Whoops, a little too far. So I'm thinking... Maybe I better set that back to to two just to be safe. Right bracket, set right selection boundary dot position zero zero s zero. Position zero zero m zero. Position zero zero s zero. Position zero. And we're gonna set that to two. Two. Position zero zero. Position zero two s two. Tab. Okay button to activate rest space bar. Enter. Table track one select on. Alright. So now we have the beginning set for zero and the end should be set for two. Let's hit space bar. Space. Okay, and that's all silence. I'm going to hit delete. Dash. And now I'm going to hit my home. Top of file, track one. Make sure toward top of file. And I'm going to hit the space, and we'll see what we have here. Space. Ah, just what we wanted. Silent, no silence at the beginning or at the end. Escape. Space. All right, so that's how you mark... A space that you want to get rid of, you use the J or the, to get to the beginning of the file, K to get to the end of the file, and so when you want to start at the beginning, you're gonna you're gonna put the J and then you're gonna hit the left bracket and set that for zero, and then you'll go and put the right marker using the right bracket. You'll hit that and set it where you think it needs to be. Then you want to check it and make sure and then when you're sure it's exactly where you want it then you can because you tested it now you can go ahead and hit your delete key and get rid of that piece of the recording uh, you can also of course do that if you wanted to mark a space to put something into you could also do that alright now the next thing I want us to do here now that we've got the beginning and ending of our recording set I'm going to do one more thing. I'm going to highlight the entire file with a control A, which sounds typical, right? Control A. And now I'm going to go over, I'm going to hit my menu key, my alt key. Menu bar, file to navigate, edit, view, v, transport, tracks, t, generate, effect, c. And I go over to effects. Now the first thing I want to do is normalize this recording so that it will be at the volume level that I want it to be at 
so that it's going to have the best volume without distorting, without being too loud. And so I'm going to go down now in effects to normalize. Menu, the amplifier, auto, basic change, 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 click, room, compressor, dot, echo, dot, dot, equalization, fade in, fade out, invert, I, leveler, dot, noise, removal, dot, normalize, dot, 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 end. And there's normalize, and I'm going to hit enter. Enter, leaving menus, normalize dialog, remove DC offset, left parent center on zero point oh, vertically, right parent checkbox check, so clear check mark, press space Okay. Now, what we want to mainly check on here is we want this set for about minus 16. That is what most people use. And so we're going to tab here. Tab, normalize maximum amplitude, the checkbox check, the clear check mark, press space bar. All right, so we say we check the choice that says maximize the loudness, the amp amplitude to 16, to, and we check that. Tab, maximum amplitude, DB edit, minus 16.0, type of And then the next one we tab again. We put is where we want to put in that amount, and we've got 16 in there. Tab, normalize stereo channels independently, checkbox not checked, the check press space bar. No, we do not want to normalize the tracks independently. We want both tracks of the studio recording to be the same. Tab, OK button to activate press And space there's bar. the OK. Now, I'm not going to take the OK right now. I'm going to tab again. Tab, cancel button to activate there's press space bar. Cancel. Tab, preview button to activate and press space bar. And there's preview. And we're going to preview this to see how it sounds. See if it sounds loud enough. Space, audacity, 0%. Normalize, dot, 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 dialogue. 11%. 31%. Now, that number you're hearing is a, a percent that it's finished playing as a sample here. Okay, it sounds pretty good, so I'm going to shift tab. Shift tab, cancel plus shift tab, OK button to activate. And now I'm on the OK, and I'm going to hit space bar. Space, table, and, let it go a, and let it go ahead and normalize that. And it's going to normalize the whole thing to the volume that I've set it for, so that it's going to be loud enough, but not too loud. 100%. Table track one, select on. OK. Now, I'm going to do one more thing here just to show you because, and we're not going to do all of this right now. We're just going to show you enough to to know so that you know where to go and do this. And, of course, uh, how much you need to do of getting rid of noise, uh, any uh, noise that you have on your recording is going to depend on the, the quality of the record and how much noise you did get. To do that, I'm going to go back to Effects. Menu bar, file, the back, edit, view, v, transport, tracks, T, generate, effect, C. And I'm going to go down now. Menu, amplify, dot, auto, dot, dot, bass and treble, dot, dot, change, pitch, dot, dot, change, speed, dot, dot, change, tempo, dot, the click, removal, dot, 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 C. Okay, and we're going to go to click, removal. Enter, leaving menus, click, removal, dialog, threshold, left, parent, lower, is more sensitive, right, parent, hold, edit, 58, type and text. Okay. Tab, threshold, left, right, slider, 6% to increase or decrease using. Now it says threshold is 6%. Now you don't want to start with it that low. If you do, your recording is going to sound not so hot. 
So I'm going to move this up to about 11%. 6, 6%. And I'm hitting the right arrow. 6677777777888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888
Audacity 27%. 100%. Audacity Clickroom. All right, that sounds pretty good. We're going to accept that. So let's shift tab. Shift tab, shift tab. Okay, button to actually press space bar. Space, space bar. To get it to actually do what we've asked it to do here. 15%. 29%. And now when we finish this and it finish 43%. getting this change, we're going to go ahead and save the recording. Now, I have my sampling rate set high so I get a really good recording when I'm recording this, but I'm not going to save it at that rate. I'm going to save it at a lower rate. 85%. And I'm going to show you how we do that when we get ready to save here. 99%. 100%. Table track one select on. All right. So now we're going to assume that we're done. And like I say, you may need more than two passes to get at cleaning the pops and cracks to get them all out of your recording. I think I'm pretty close. Maybe not all the way, but I'm pretty close. And so we're going to go ahead and save this. Alt-F. Alt-F menu. File open. Dot, dot. Recent files. Close control. Save project. Save project. Dot, save. Compress. Copy. Check dependencies. Edit metadata. Dot, import submenu. I. Export. Dot, 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 control plus shift plus E. And I want to export this. Enter. Leaving menus. Tab. Export file dialog. File name. Colon. Edit combo. Zero items. To set the value. Use the arrow keys or type the value. Alt plus N. And we're going to say this is heart is a wheel. H-E-A-R-T space I-S space A space W-H-E-E-L. And space. this is side one. one. And so I put that after it. Tab, save as type colon combo box. Flag files, 7 to 14. Okay, I want to make it an MP3. Flag files, MP2 files, left parent external program, right parent. M4 left parent, Okra, AZ35, AMR left, WM8 custom FMEG. WMAMR left AC3 M4 left pair left pair and external program right pair and MP2 files flag files R4 MP3 files. There's MP3, and I was just up arrowing and down arrowing through the list and make my choice. Add save button to activate rest space bar. And I'm gonna hit the and I'm gonna go on over here to options. Add cancel button to act add options dot dot space specify MP3 options dialog bitrate mode colon MP3 export setup constant radio button check four four. Yes, I want it to be a constant bitrate tab. Add MP3 export setup quality combo box two hundred fifty six kbps seventeen of eighteen. Well, I don't want it quite that high. I'm gonna save it at one ninety six. Two hundred twenty four kbps one hundred ninety two kbps one hundred ninety two bps. Add MP3 export which will give me a real good quality. Add OK button to activate and I'm space bar. Okay. Okay. Enter export file dialog options dot 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 button to activate and Open, now, shift, shift tab save button to active tab cancel tab options to tab save and colon tab toolbar of one shift tab save and colon combo box some enchanted evening nine of nine to change the selection. That's not where I want it. Some enchanted Fred Warren and his my music. 
And I'll go back to my music. Enter, save and fold combo box. My music, ace tab, toolbar tab, toolbar reset tab, folder view list view, not select the graphic 647 forward and 1 slash 21 slash 20. And I'm going to hit L to get down to the... L, graphic 857, graphic 319, Lanny Wolf 3. All right, and I want to go to Linda Ronstadt. Graphic 800, graphic, graphic 857, graphic 319, Lenny D1 select, graphic 857, graphic 319, Leslie Gore 1, graphic 857, graphic 319, Letterman 8, graphic 857, graphic 319, Libras 1, graphic 857, graphic 319, License Backup, graphic 857, graphic 319, Linda McKechnie 1, select, graphic 857, graphic 319, Linda Ronstadt 4, slash 19, there's Linda Ronstadt, and there's Linda Ronstadt, and there's Linda Graphic 857, graphic 319 for sentimental reason. Graphic 857, graphic 319, hard like a wheel 4 slash 19 slash 24. Okay, it's hard like a wheel. Enter, folder view, list view, zero items to move to the tab. Name, better bar, one of four. Tab, file name, colon, edit, combo, hard as a wheel, one. Wheel, a, is, hard, is. Okay. S, space, a, space, a. And I want... Space, 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 T, space, space. And we're going to put like. L, I, K, E, E, space, A. Hard like a wheel, one, zero items. Hard like a wheel. And now we're going to tab. Tab, save as type cold combo box. MP, tab, save button to activate. There's my save button. button. All right, I've told it. I've told it what rate I want it to save at, which is a fairly high rate, and it's MP3. And I've told it where I want to save it. I've found the folder and told it where I want to save it. Made sure my file name was right, and I'm going to hit space to save it. Space, Audacity, export file, hard like Amiel 1, table track 1, select on, invalid sample rate dialog, the project sample rate left parent 96000, right parent, the bit rate left parent 192k, BPS right parent combination is not supported by the MP3 file format. You may resample the one of the rates below, resample sample rates combo box 480033 to change the selection, use the arrow keys. All right, so it says... Well, you recorded this at 9600, and we, and we can't save it at that rate as an MP3 file. So it gives me three choices, and I'm currently set on 48,000. If I up arrow, 44100. I'm at 44,000. If I up arrow again, 32000. I'm at 32,000. I wanted at 44,000. That's the typical rate uh, that we want. For MP3s, so four four one zero. I came down to forty four thousand one hundred, and I'm going to tab. Tab OK button to activate press space to bar. my OK. Space table track one select on one percent hard like a wheel one dialog exporting entire file at one hundred ninety two kbps stop button to activate press space bar fifteen percent. And now well, we're saving the file, and so 30%. that's the basics of recording and and some simple editing on 44%. the file that you just recorded it's we've showed you how to do the basic 58%. recording and with starting by just hitting the r key 72%. when you're ready to start recording and when you're through recording you hit spacebar to stop it 87 percent and then you can go ahead and edit out 100%. areas by marking the beginning and end and it is now through all right, so we have finished our recording. And I'm going to go ahead and shut down Audacity. Alt F4, save changes, dialog, save changes before closing, yes button to activate, press space bar. Now, it asks me if I want to save changes to the project file. 
no, I don't want to because I've already saved it as a regular MP3 file. So I'm going to tab to no. Tab, no button to ask. Main menu. everyone, this is Janine Stanley, and I'm recording this podcast in February of 2014. Today we're going to talk about an app called VoiceEye, and that's spelled V-O-I-C-E-Y-E, all one word. This is a free app in the Android and iOS app stores, and the purpose of VoiceEye is to read specially coded tags that you can put on documents. The VoiceEye system comes with two components, and in this podcast, we're going to take a look at both of those components and how they work together. The first component, of course, is the free app for the user end of things. And that particular free app is called VoiceEye, again, V-O-I-C-E-Y-E. It is a very popular app in South Korea, and the South Korean government, in fact, uses it to code a lot of their print documents. So it is much more popular there than it is here, and I would love to see that change with possibly some really practical applications of this app in the workplace. The other component to this app is an add-in program that you would use with Microsoft Word in any of its iterations, I believe from 2003 on up, but primarily from 2007 onward, and also Adobe Acrobat. If you're creating a PDF document, you can also put these tags in a PDF document. A voice eye tag is a little square, uh, about an inch to two inches uh, square, that appears in the upper right-hand corner of your document. And what this does when you scan it with the VoiceEye app, uh, the app will actually read and display in text the information that is coded into that tag. And you can put as much or as little information into the tag as you want. One of the practical applications of this is at the Guide Dog Foundation where I work. We have a room book in our guest rooms where you stay when you get your dog. And it's like a standard hotel book. And it comes in large print. Braille, and then the voice site instructions if you don't read either one. And if you happen to have an iOS or Android device that has the free voice I app, you can actually scan all of our room instructions, things like our evacuation plan for your room, uh, our laundry instructions, how to work your thermostat, all those wonderful things that you've always wondered how to do. Well, they're all there in VoiceEye uh, and available to you when you do the scan. So I'm going to show you how that scanning mechanism works. Right now, out in the world, there's not a whole lot to scan. I first encountered this device when I saw it at the Blinded Veterans Association convention. They had added to their program, and that was how their program was made accessible. They also had the program online that you could look at it, but they had the voice eye tags on it so that you could scan each page of the program, and it was wonderful. They actually did it also for the hotel room menus. One of the other uses that we are looking at for VoiceEye is in the workplace. Let's say you have an employee who needs to deal with instructions, and your instructions are written up in Microsoft Word. Well, you can add a VoiceEye tag so that those instructions can just be scanned by someone with the VoiceEye app, and then they can get those instructions. We're looking at putting this into effect over in our kennel where we have a couple volunteers who are visually impaired, and they may need to read on the front of the cage uh, how much food the dog gets or what the dog's name is and things like that. So all of those instructions are contained in a Microsoft Word document that's printed up and put on the little folder in the front of the cage. So there are all kinds of employment applications for VoiceEye. The only drawback 
is that the Microsoft plugin is fairly costly. It's over $400 for the plugin. There are some discounts available. There's also a 30-day and a six-month trial that are available through View Plus. Uh, you will need to talk to the company about those. But that is the only drawback as I see it. I have worked with this technology for about the past six months or so, and I found it very easy to work with as a blind person, both the Microsoft add-in and the VoiceEye tagging system with my iPhone. So I'm first going to show you the VoiceEye app and how it works with a, a particular voice tag on a document, VoiceEye tag, and then we'll go to the Microsoft Word plugin and show you how that works. Now I happen to have the VoiceEye app in my app switcher, so I'm just going to go to it that way. App switcher. Voicey. Running. Double tap. Swipe up with three fingers to close the app. Voicey. Running. Voicey. Scan. Button. Okay, now I'm going to go to the top of the screen and show you everything on the screen here that we have on our opening screen. Scan. Button. Scan is our first button, and that's the one we're going to use the most. If we were to double tap on that, it would begin to beep to tell us that it's actually scanning something for uh, the voice I code. Scan history button. Scan history is a great thing because that includes all of your past scans. So you can pull something back up. Let's say you scanned it and you can't remember what it was. Maybe it was a menu or something like that, and you want to find out what it is. So you're going to go back and look at that. Voice tag button. Voice tags are things that you can do. They're little labels that you can make. And View Plus has a set of little barcodes, and you can put individual labels on things. I found this is a little bit tricky to get to work. As I was doing, uh, working out the demo for this podcast, I, I realized that it's not quite working the way I thought it did. But uh, it is one way. The labels are stored exclusively in your device. So your Android or your iPhone is going to be the only one that can read these particular labels or tags. It's great for labeling your stuff, um, CDs, books, things like that that you individually use. Or work products, I use it to label um, boxes of CDs that I use for work or, or boxes of pamphlets so I know which pamphlets are in which box, things like that. Uh, it's not something I use a lot, though. Magnifier. Button. The magnifier, I am told by one of my consumers who actually uses the magnifier on here that it's fairly good. I don't know because I really don't know that much about magnifiers being totally blind, but I'm told that it is a fairly good magnifier. Barcode reader. Button. Barcode reader. This primarily works for Korean products. It doesn't work on a lot of U.S. products that I've noticed yet, but I haven't played with it in a while. So I would suggest playing with this with some things like soda cans and things like that where you know where the barcodes are and uh, just see how it works. It's one of the options. It also has a money reader, but I believe it only reads Korean money right now. So not exactly sure about which kinds of money it does read, but... Settings. Button. And there are your settings. Now, if you want to scan something, usually a VoiceEye tag is placed in the upper right-hand corner. You can also place them in the upper left-hand corner, and I believe there are other options like lower left and lower right as well. Uh, so you can place it out of the way for sighted people who want that perfect-looking document. That can certainly happen. View Plus has a little stand that they sell for this particular system. And the little stand is made in Korea, and it's very cute. It actually, it folds up. It's about six inches long by about maybe, maybe seven inches long by about five inches wide. And once it's unfolded, it stands about four inches tall. 
and you put your iPhone or your Android device on top of it so that the camera is right above where the particular label is. So I'll get my stand out and show you how it works with a scan and how long that takes in real time and then how to position your phone if you don't have the stand with you or if the, the particular thing you're scanning is say on a wall. We have some of ours as part of signage that we have around the building for emergency evacuation. So I have my little stand here all set up, and uh, it's very clever how it goes together and how it folds down into a nice little package. First of all, let me describe this to you a little bit. The stand on the very top has a little platform that's maybe, oh, four inches long, and it, it, it has a little rubber place on it and some indentations and things, but it, it doesn't run the length of the entire stand. What it is doing is allowing you to position your phone so that the camera on the back, and the, usually the upper corner of the back, the upper right-hand corner of the back, is going to be in the right position. Now the bottom of the stand has a nice little platform, but then it's got a little window on one end and nothing above it. And that is what you want to put in the upper right-hand corner of the paper if you're using the stand. This is a lot easier if you can actually, you know, visualize the thing or if you actually are feeling the thing. So I'm going to align the corners of this stand with the upper right-hand corners of my paper. And I'm going to take my phone and place it on top of the stand. Now it doesn't fit down in a well or anything like that. There's no uh, really specific way because this is made for a bunch of different phones. So you want to use two hands with this, kind of hold the stand so it doesn't move with one hand. And once you get your phone up there, then I'm going to uh, go up here and double tap, one finger double tap on the scan button. Student room safe instruction. Talk button. So you heard the beeping as it was scanning and then the little musical tone when it discovered the item and then it read the title of the page. And what this will do, this particular document is the instructions for our room safe. We have a safe in each room just like a little hotel safe and people can put their valuables or medication or whatever in that. And these are the instructions as to how to work it. Now this is a two-page instruction document. So what you would do with VoiceEye is simply have it uh, record the whole document and then it will put the text from each page in a little tag at the top of that page. So here we have this text and I'm just going to go from the top and read down for you. Talk button. Student room safe instruction. Heading. Cancel button. Note, this is a standard hotel room configuration lock. User sets new code every time the safe is used. The code you use to lock your safe is the code you will use to unlock the safe. Once the safe is in the unlocked position, the safe will reset itself and be ready for a new code. Using a credit card must have a magnetic strip. There is a long slot below the numeric keypad that runs the length of the front panel. This is where you will insert the edge of your card and slide it through. 1. To lock the safe, slide your credit card firmly from right to left with magnetic strip down. Okay, I'm going to just stop that. But that is all of the text that is on that page. And obviously you've got uh, a text copy here, so if you happen to use bra a Braille device with your iPhone or your Android phone, um, this is going to appear in Braille. You've got the Braille text that you can take a look at. Let's swipe beyond our text. Previous. Button. Next. Button. 5 slash 6. Memo. Button. Next menu, button. Okay, let's take a look at the menus here. Button, decrease font, button. Okay, so these are for the visuals of the text, so you can do things with the different visuals of the text. Increase font, button. Background color, button. Next menu, 
Button. Let's look at the next menu. Translate. Button. This uses Google Translate, so you can translate these this information on this tag into a number of different languages. You do need to have a Google account uh, and an account for Google Translate. It does follow all the conventions for the charges of Google Translate, and it does explain that here in the app. Auto-rotate button. Auto-rotate, which again has to do with uh, fixing the text so it's e more easily readable. Next menu. Play button. Now this will play the text and it'll read it again for you. Stop. Dimmed. Button. TTS setting. Dimmed. Here's button. where you can adjust the speech. Delete. Button. And there's where you can delete. Let's go up and see what play does. TTS. Stop. Dimmed. Play. Button. Warning. Let's read the warning. No TTS installed. Please purchase available TTS at settings. Greater than enough purchases. Okay. Button. Aha. Student room safe instruction. Play. So if we wanted to have a different voice reading this, let's say we uh, were using this to read a book, we could actually buy different TTS voices in there, and I think they're the standard acapella and the standard voices that are available through the TTS engines, but you could buy those as an in-app purchase. So they have actually done books with voice eye tags, so if certainly you were going to be doing a lot of reading and you didn't want to use the voice uh, over voices for that, you could certainly buy a voice. So I'm going to go back and we're going to look at the memo. Memo. Text field is editing. Now you can add a memo to this if you want. Some additional information, whatever you want to put in here. And that will be added then to this particular document and this particular scan. Text done. Button. Just going to go ahead and click on done. Talk. Button. Okay, so I, I went ahead and clicked on done, and I, I'm back to my standard screen. To get out of this, then, I am going to do a scrub gesture, and when I go back to my main screen, my scan button is going to be on, and I'm going to hit cancel. Start scanning. Cancel. Button. Okay. Scan. Button. All right, now we're back to the main screen. Now I'm going to show you how to scan without using the little stand and the time difference there is there. I'm going to lay my phone on the piece of paper. And I'm going to put the edge of my phone right up against the right edge of the paper. And I'm going to move down from the top about maybe a quarter inch, I would say. It's going to be about the width of two Braille dots. That's about the width. I was trying to think of a good measurement here. And I would say about two Braille dots. It's about a quarter of an inch from the top of the paper and then aligned with the right edge of the paper. That's right about where you need to be. We're using the back-facing camera, of course. So when I hit scan, I'm going to then gently lift up my phone until I hear my item. Scan. Button. Start scanning. And I get to about four inches and I... Student room safe instruction. Talk. There we go. So I got to about four inches high, and I just moved it just to the left just a hair to pick up that scan, and here's our text. Student room safe instruction. Heading. Cancel. But note, this is a standard hotel room configuration. Okay, we'll stop that. And there we go. So that's using VoiceEye in the practical sense, using it on documents, etc., and a good way to line it up if you're having trouble aligning things. So remember the two Braille dots at the top? You want to go down about two Braille dots and align it with the right edge, and you should always be able to hit that VoiceEye tag. 
in the next part of the session, I'm going to show you how this actually works setting up a VoiceI tag to go into a document, then printing out and scanning that document. Now we're on part two of our use of VoiceI, and we're going to put a VoiceI tag into a document. This again is using an add-on that you can get a 30-day trial of from the people at View Plus Technologies. You get that from your salesperson. You can get a 30-day trial. You will download it as a Microsoft add-in. You simply download the file from the website link that they give you and just um, run it by unzipping it. You just click on the file once you get it downloaded and it will automatically extract and install itself. Then when you bring up Microsoft Word, you'll have the uh, particular program in your add-ins list. Now there's a little bit of a different way to get to it than you would if you had a full licensed copy of the program. It's just a different way to access the menu. Hitting the enter key because it takes you different places strangely enough. Um, don't ask me why, that just is the way that they've set it up. So we will use the letters, uh, we'll hit alt, we'll use the letter X to get to the uh, add-ins menu, and then we'll use the letter M to get to Voice I Maker, which is the add-in, that's the name of the add-in. That's going to bring us up on a screen that has a bunch of options, but the option we're going to use is all pages, which means that it will put a tag on each page with the contents of that page in the tag. And then I'll show you where we go from there. So we'll do Alt. Office button out. Add-ins group. Yeah, there's our add-ins group. Let's hit M. M. All pages out. X. M. P. Okay, and we are now in the all pages part. So we hit M for voice I maker after we hit X for add-ins. And then we're gonna, now we're going to hit P. We're not going to hit enter here. We're going to actually hit the letter P for all pages as was given by the tooltip. P, register button, dialog trial license blank. Trial license, you are using a trial license to evaluate the product features. Trial period, 48 days remaining voice I maker for MS Word 180 day trial. This trial offers access to all of the features of voice I maker and it will behave exactly as a fully licensed version for the full 180 days. The trial period begins upon installation is complete. After your trial period expires, you need to purchase a license in order to continue. If you have a serial number for this product or want to activate a paid license, please press apostrophe register button in this topic one button. So there we go. You can see it tells you how many days you have left in your trial. In this case, we happen to have a six-month trial, so we have 48 days left in our trial period. We are going to now tab down to the OK button to get rid of this particular screen. OK button. And hit Enter. Document 3 Microsoft Word. Document 3 Microsoft Word wants attention. No selected item list view. Now we are still in the Voice I Maker screen, so this is done. That's basically all there is to it. But to get out of this screen, we're going to hit our Alt key. Home gift with a Boji pull down. This is a pull down, and I'm going to hit my down arrow until I get to exit. Change language red. Copyright protection. Options clock control control. Exit girl X out F4. Page one of and now our page that we have up here has a voice I tag on it. I'm going to go ahead and stop this recording. I'm going to print the file, and then we'll come back and show you what it looks like with VoiceI. So we've printed our piece of paper here with the VoiceI tag on it, and now we're going to actually read it with our phone. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up VoiceI on my phone. Use folder, seven apps. And I'm going to do that with my app switcher. App switcher, VoiceI, running. VoiceI. Okay, now we're on our Voice I home screen, and I'm going to place this on my piece of paper. And to do this with just your phone and not the little stand, remember we place our phone with the camera down. 
align it with the right edge of the paper and move it down about two braille dots. Then I'm going to tap the scan button. Scan button. And slowly lift the phone. Okay, so I turned my paper around and I'll try it on another corner here. There we go. And there we go. We found it. So let me go ahead and let's play it. Documentary heading. I'm swiping to the right down the screen. Cancel button. The Adventures of Poker the Poodle Puppy. Hi all. Poker and I went to the city again, but this time not only did I have my daughter with me, but Lazzy and her puppy Reno, Poker's brother, came too. We were very happy with how both dogs behaved. People asked us if we took the dogs on the train all the time because they were so calm and well behaved. We felt a bit like celebrities because so many people wanted to take our picture. Well, okay, they didn't want me and Leslie. They only wanted the dogs. They even took turns kneeling down and getting their pictures with the dogs. Not to worry. We never let go of the leashes but did extend them so we didn't photobomb the picture. It was also the first time someone asked for identification for poker when we went into a restaurant. The manager was nice about it but we could tell he would rather not have us there until he saw that both dogs went down and under and no one noticed they were there. We made a point to thank him and told him it helped with their training. I think either dog would make a great city dog because nothing seemed to bother or stress them. They also did their busy in the streets with the cars going by. Poker is now stretched out very sound asleep and probably like me. Glad to be home. Have a great weekend, everyone. Poodle Marie and Poker. So that is a page that I have here from an email from one of our puppy raisers about a little city adventure that they went on. And let's say I was passing that out at a booth at a public event with that VoiceI tag on the print. You could actually read it. So that's our demo of VoiceI. Again, it is available as a free app on the iPhone and the Android platforms, and that's V-O-I-C-E-Y-E. It is also available as an add-in for Microsoft. You can talk to one of the salespeople at View Plus Technologies, and their website is viewplus.com. That's V-I-E-W-P-L-U-S, all one word, dot com. I hope this has been helpful to you. If you ever happen to visit the Guide Dog Foundation and you have the VoiceI app, you can check out our room booklets. Take care. This has been Janine Stanley. Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.